Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is how do I get over my breakup? Now, this is one of my 10 kickoff videos, and as the channel grows, I'll be answering more specific videos from viewers, so make sure to subscribe, and if you have a question you'd like for me to consider, please email me at thelovechat at gmail.com. And I gotta say, you guys have been doing a great job with the emails, so keep them coming, and uh, after video number 10, I'm going to start featuring them in uh, these videos. So actually, if you want to think of it in a way, it's kind of like free coaching. Uh, okay, so this is video number eight, and we'll be discussing some of the best and frankly most efficient ways to get over a breakup. Because as we said, in order to get your ex back, you need to first get over them. Okay, otherwise they still have power over you, and you're still going to make decisions that are needy and insecure. And you know, in so many of these email coachings that I'm doing and Skype coachings and um, they're asking, well, how do I become unattached? Won't I lose them for good if I don't pursue them? And as I discussed in previous videos, well, no, you, you never want to chase somebody. That kind of is what chases them away even more. Think of your ex like a cat. What happens when you chase a cat? It runs. And, you know, it's taken me years to really realize that that's the way it goes. The more something is pursued, the less it wants whatever is pursuing it. Uh, think of it like you are the hunter, they are the hunted. So basing that mentality you need to begin to get over the breakup for several reasons. And this is not a form of forgetting them. This is a form of healing, okay? There's a very real difference between the two. Now, getting over a breakup and kind of becoming your own person again will do a, several things for you. One of which is you will learn to not be so attached to an outcome. And when we're less attached to an outcome, we have a much better chance of getting that outcome. It's so weird. It's so counterintuitive. And of course, why would we think of it like that? Why should life work in such a way when all the media and all the books and all these relationship experts are telling you the exact opposite? Okay, how do I get over a breakup? So, step one, hit the gym. Hit the gym. I have never found something to be so healing than exercise. Okay, and now why is that? Well, because exercise, A, it makes you feel good because it releases so many helpful endorphins and chemicals that make your brain feel good. Exercising is healthy for you, and, you know, it. you have the added benefit of looking even better in the mirror. Now, people who are going through a state of depression, which is very common after a breakup, are being loaded down with different chemicals that make us feel horrible, okay? And we have kind of that lack of oxytocin from our lover, and that can be kind of addictive when we have it. And so now that it's being cut off from us, um, we're feeling pretty crappy. So hitting the gym will help kind of offset some of that. And again, you have the added bonus of looking great in the mirror. Step two, spend time in nature. Go for a hike. Go outside. Go for walks. Get in front of the sun. Just really go outside. Spend time in nature. You, you're going to be shocked how healing it is. Step three, the answer people want to hear the least time. Time is everything. And you have to accept that you cannot base your healing off of someone else's idea of a proper timeline. So whenever I hear, it's been four months, just get over it. Well, that kind of feels empty and hollow and almost mean from the person who said it. There is no just getting over it, guys. This person meant a lot to you and to the point where you're looking up relationship ad you know, advice on the internet. It's such a hollow answer when somebody says, well, just get over it. It's been X amount of months. You feel how you feel, and that's it. And as long as you are 
being a part of the solution and actively working on making yourself better, then you heal when you heal. And remember not to deny your feelings. There's going to be times when you're just going to want to sit in your bed and mope and so do that. We can't just force ourselves to be artificial, okay? If I'm feeling crappy on a given day and I'm really thinking about my ex a lot, well, as long as you're not contacting them, well, think about them, you know? Think about what you've lost. Process these feelings, right? You have to feel it to heal it. Step four is to talk about it. Because if you talk about a problem, you are letting out all this pent-up anger and sadness and emotion that you have built up inside. If you don't talk about it because you're afraid that that's going to give it more power, no, it actually does the opposite. And this is something we discuss a lot in therapy. The more you hide from something, the stronger it grows. Now, one of the things I hear a lot is, well, I do talk about it. I talk about it to my friends and my family all the time, but they're getting tired of me. And you know what, guys? Yeah, they're going to get tired of you eventually. It happens. It's, you know, they're not terrible people. It just, they're not going through it, and they lack the ability to empathize on a real level. Nobody quite understands what you're going through because what you're feeling is, you know, it's it's specific to you. And we lack the ability of intersubjectivity. We can't necessarily stare at somebody and feel exactly what they're feeling in that moment. Because if we did, frankly, you know, human history would be a lot less bloody and a lot less sad. So... What can you do? How can you go about talking about something without wearing all of your friends and family down? Well, you can always sign up for a coaching with me, thelovechat at gmail.com. Or, and frankly, this is something I recommend because you're going to be able to do it every week, especially if you have health insurance, sign up for your local counselor. The problem is, don't go for advice. Go to talk. Just talk. Just say your piece. And frankly, it's somebody that you and your insurance company is paying every week talk to them. Let them know how you're doing. Step five. And this step is the one that people are least likely to follow. Uh, But I promise you, if you do it, it's very cathartic. Sign up for meetup.com or any social website, I don't care which one, and go meet new people. Go meet people who are not connected to your ex in any way, okay? Not because you're severing ties with the people who remind you of your ex, not at all but because you are forming connections that are exclusively yours, okay? And you're forming friendships and bonds, and you're having new experiences that have nothing to do with your ex. Maybe they'll remind you of your ex every now and then, but these are yours. And slowly, you're rediscovering who you are as a person, because if there's anything a breakup's really good at doing, it's really good at making you feel like half a person. And so we need to go about making you feel like a full person again. So... That's all I had for today. If you found my video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you would subscribe and hit like. Definitely leave a comment below and tell me what topics you want me to cover in the future. Also, if you want to do a Skype coaching or an email coaching, be sure to email me at thelovechat at gmail.com. And be sure to share this with a friend who maybe is going through a breakup or maybe is having trouble with a significant other and maybe we can save a relationship or two. Until next time.